Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Let's Talk Tri-Delta. I'm your host and Tri-Delta CEO, Karen White. We are so glad you've joined us today. We're talking with Allison Walsh from our chapter at the University of Florida. And Allison has been one busy woman. She has just released a new book and is promoting this book as a serial entrepreneur. So we're gonna learn a a little bit more about that. Allison's also launching a nonprofit. She is a living example of Tridelta's mission with her advocacy work and her passion. We are going to talk with her today about all the things. Allison, welcome to Let's Talk Tridelta. I am so excited to be here. Thank you, Karen. So you just released a new book, you know, just that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes, that's my book baby is in the world, which is very exciting. <laughs> you're, I love it. So your book baby's name, She Believed She, believed she, she Could. could. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So she believed she could show up, shine bright, and achieve abundant success. I love it so much. Thank you so much. I, it's just, I can't believe it finally happened. It was a dream for 20 years and I, I was able to pour my whole heart and soul into it, which I'm just so grateful for that opportunity. Well, well, can you walk us through the process of writing a book and publishing a book and um, and maybe any of the significant moments or even challenges that you encountered along the way? I feel like that could be its own book. <laughs> its own so... book? The book about the book? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think for me, I always knew I had a book in me. I think everybody does. Yeah. And when I was 18 years old, I had it just that, that calling to write. Um, and during that time of my life, and I talk about this in the book, of course, is, you know, I was a, a new advocate. I was in recovery from my eating disorder. I wanted to save the world and change the world. And so in the early days, I thought it would always be about that, right? But I've had a beautiful career and I've had the chance to do a lot of amazing things and and build companies and brands. And um, as I progressed in my professional career, the so did the the mission of the book, right? And, and what I felt I could share. And so about two years ago, I got real serious about doing that. I had launched a podcast during the pandemic called She Believed She Could and was just engaging with all of these amazing women around the globe and having really rich discussions around what was going on, what did they need, what were they seeing? And as a result, I was able to really find um, some very powerful uh, messages and principles and and stories really that I wanted to share. And so I got real serious about putting all of those words on paper. I started working on just the infrastructure of a book proposal. Um, and that started about 18 months ago. And then I ended up um, really going to my own network, right? I didn't work with a literary agent. I just really talked to everybody in my community that had published books before. I asked for introductions to their publishers and then found um, myself signing with Wiley. And that happened last August. So a year ago in August, and I started putting all the words on paper. I wrote the book in uh, three months. I had worked with a great book coach to help me outline all of the chapters and and really get clear because I think when you have a lot of words in your head about like yeah, what you want to yeah. write, it can be sure. really hard, right? It almost can be analysis paralysis of like, where do I even start? And so um, outlined the book and, and the 10 chapters that I wanted to write and then really started to put those words on paper. And it was one of the coolest experiences. It was more than what I could have ever asked for. It was extremely therapeutic in, in nature too, of just sharing wisdom, sharing lessons learned the hard way, sharing powerful frameworks that I've utilized over the years to help not only lead teams, but you know help individuals build their brands and chase big goals and accomplish them. 
And it was a, it was a wonderful experience. I did go through quite an awakening during that process oh, myself. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, as I started looking at, you know, the stories I was going to share throughout the book and how the book was initially going to end every time I got to chapter 10, it was something that just stirred up some emotions in me. Oh, and wow. I, yeah. I, I realized that it was not the chapter that I wanted to write. And, uh, it was one of those moments, right. Where you have to look in the mirror and you have to say, am I standing in my truth right now? Am I living and and leading the life that is in alignment with the advice that I'm giving to everybody as I share all of these stories. And and the truth was at that moment, I wasn't, Mm -hmm. I had kind of hit a ceiling in what I was doing. I wasn't pushing myself outside my comfort zone. I wasn't being 1% better every day. I had just maxed out. So I actually left my job in the process and I walked away. Yeah. I walked away from a career and a company that I had built from scratch. Um, I was the second person brought in to start that company. We had grown it to a thousand team members. It was a billion dollar brand. And I walked away from it all and I started over and it was a really incredible experience for me. And and one that I don't think I would have done or, or moved forward with had I not been writing. And so I'm grateful for the book. I'm grateful for the journey. And, you know, as I have said so many times through this process, I knew exactly who I wanted to write this for. I wanted to write it for the women that had big callings and dreams and passions within themselves that they wanted to pursue. But I'm also grateful because I think the person that needed to read the book the most was me. And I'm I'm really thankful for that. Just what an incredible journey. Wow. And, and, and brave of you, right. To keep going through that, um, through an awakening, right. But, but a a major kind of surprise in writing this book, right. Yes, it was, it was surprising. I think for everybody in my world, (laughs) they're like, what do you mean you're leaving your job? Like, what are you doing? Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was one of those moments where I just had to check in with myself and I had to trust my intuition. I had to trust that I was also meant for more. And that's really chapter 10 really outlines the process. So I got to write the chapter that I wanted to write. I got to, got to wrap up the book the way I wanted to wrap it up. Yeah. Um, and I walk readers through if they're feeling like they're meant for more, yeah. what they should do and the steps they should take and and how I handled it and and hopefully inspiring them to you know think about, is there something else that they're supposed to be doing? Even if it's not a big career change, right? Maybe it's sure. a passion project. It's Absolutely. something that's calling them. So, yeah. Well, I I love it. Now, now this book, um, it's, it's more than just a read it and put it down book, right? This book is a catalyst and a, and a call to action. Um, so you want to maybe discuss, you know, sort of the, the purpose, what you hope people will be, um, sort of doing post read. I mean, you, you, it's got a philanthropic, um, aspect to it. There are workshops that are tied right to the book. You've created a nonprofit around it. So, so tell us more. Absolutely. My hope is that this book is marked up, tabbed, highlighted. I can't yeah. wait to see pictures coming through social of like, look at this book, you know, and seeing all the little tabs along with it. Every chapter has an exercise, a resource, a prompt, right? To really hope help you be introspective and tune in with yourself and then do the work, right? And that's what I wanted. I wanted to give a lot of the exercises that I know can make positive change, whether it's working on your mindset or building your confidence or checking in on your own mental wellness and where you are, you know, just, I always say, do a checkup from the neck up. And then it moves into, you know, really getting aligned with the goals that you have for yourself, how to build in the time in your schedule to 
to make sure that you're not canceling on yourself and that you're really allowing yourself the opportunity to evolve into the person you're supposed to be. And then giving you all of the, the resources to build your brand so that you can attract really beautiful opportunities to yourself. So that's the intention. And, And there's a downloadable workbook that goes with that. There's course content that goes with that. But as I was working on this, right? I have always been a philanthropist at heart, right? I started my first nonprofit when I was 18, right? Newly in recovery from my eating disorder. That was my launching ground. That's how I got involved in the behavioral health space to begin with. And I've continued to serve, right? I, I ran that organization for 18 years, merged it into a national organization, have served on lots of other boards. I always find myself the most fulfilled when there is a component of giving back. And I I feel really blessed to have been influenced by so many amazing people over the course of my life. And the mission that I have for my own life is to be able to enhance access to personal and professional development resources so that you can truly step into your potential. But I realized that not everybody has access to that. And so it was really important for me to make sure that I was creating a legacy with this book that will live on for generations to come and will impact people around the globe. And so all of the proceeds from the book go back into the She Believes She Could Foundation. Um, We're working with really cool partners that are in the works right now as we create um, all of the, the workshops, the webinars, the certifications. I want to make sure that every young woman that has big dreams has the tools and resources to be able to achieve them. And that comes from being able to pour into them and help develop that confidence to give them the roadmap to be successful. And I don't want there to be any barrier to access. And so I'm really excited about it. We got our 501c3 already. We are well into, you know, thank you, well into all of it now. And it's just so exciting to see how something that started out as a book is now really a mission. And it's going to, you know, be able to help hopefully millions of women around the world. Well, congratulations. This is so exciting. And so the the women that you're targeting um, with your foundation, is there a sort of an age window where you feel like some of these resources that the foundation will provide access to would be most helpful? Absolutely. So I think that 18 to 24, 25 year range, right? When you're really trying to figure out who you are in life. Um, I know that during those years, I was a bit lost and confused, even though I had my, you know, my passion for eating disorder recovery, right? And that turned into a great career for me um, as far as working in the treatment space. I was really lost during my 20s. I wasn't really sure. I tried a lot of things. I went to law school. I did all the things and ultimately really didn't figure it all out until later on. I don't want people to feel confused or feel like they don't have a mentor to turn to or think they have to figure it out all on their own. And most importantly, I want to make sure that once they have at least something they're shooting for, that we can create what they need to for themselves to be able to get those opportunities, to be able to rewrite their story or write it the way they want to, um, and to be able to seek out the, the opportunities, the jobs, the positions, whatever it is that they want to do um, by being very intentional about how they craft their brand, the goals they set for themselves, where they're showing up, the network they're building. And so that's what really excites me is that I have been able to do this with so many people in my coaching and consulting business over the years. I mean, 300 one-on-one clients over the last decade alone of just pouring into and creating these opportunities for them that I'm so excited to be able to take this and do it at scale. And so it's, I'm just fired up. I can't wait for it to be fully developed. um, And it's really exciting. That is so exciting. Now, 
Now your your journey, um, which is so inspiring. Um, and P.S. I can't wait to really dive into this book. I will be that girl who's got it highlighted and dogged, right? <laughs> like, um, I I absolutely will be that person. Um, but you know, a a lot of this, and you've referenced it here several times, um, was a struggle with disordered eating and a struggle with body image, and um, that's become, um, as you are in recovery, a, a platform for you right? Um, it's been an, 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 a motivator, right, for you and, and, a, and a lot of the work you've done. Um, could you elaborate a little bit on um, on your journey and the impact it's had on, on you and others? Yes, I, I'd be happy to. When I think about the struggles that I had, right, I, I suffered in silence for years when I was a teenager, especially. Didn't really know how to vocalize it. By the time I realized what was really going on, I was so ashamed. I didn't know what to do. And I never wanted anybody to ever feel like they had to walk alone. That was when I figured out that I needed help. When I got the treatment that I needed, when I was in recovery, I made it a mission for the rest of my life to make sure that people had access. They know knew, would know what to do, where to turn, who to, to, to ask for help, how to ask for help. And so that really lit a fire in me. Um, I think I was so grateful when I think back to my 17-year-old self that really started that journey in the 18 year old self that was just a passionate advocate. It was my motivator and it yeah. was what really drove me to number one, help others and number two, help myself. Right. And to, to stay, you know, really connected and, and to my recovery journey, because it is a journey, right. It's not a smooth road, especially in the early days, but it was one that I was so fiercely committed to. And that's when I got involved with a lot of different organizations, the National Eating Disorders Association, uh, the National Alliance for Eating Disorders. I had started my own foundation. Um, I also wanted to really amplify my, my impact. And I started competing in the Miss America organization. And that was my platform, right? During um, the time that I competed. And, and thankfully, I was I was given the chance to serve the state of Florida as Miss Florida, compete at Miss America. Um, and that was my, my platform of choice. And so I had the chance to to speak all over the globe on eating disorders and how recovery is possible and there is hope out there and that you can change your life and there's life beyond it. And that was such a jumping off ground for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as a result of, of all of those speaking engagements, somebody did reach out to me later in life and said, are you interested in getting involved more on the treatment side, on, on the business side? And that's how I entered into that arena and then shortly thereafter was tapped to be a part of um, in the startup that I had mentioned earlier and did right. that for nine and a half years, built that team. It was incredible. And, and now I also, you know, I'm involved in another mental health startup and this time for adolescents because how beautiful for me to be able to bring that full circle, um, you know, it started 20 years ago and now I'm a mom and it, it means something even more to me now. You know, I want to make sure that my kids generation has access to support and help and Absolutely. that they always know where to turn. Absolutely. Now I'm fascinated by the fact you're 18 years old, you're headed off to college, university of Florida, um, you meet Tri-Delta, right? You, you join the Tri-Delta chapter, um, as a woman in recovery, right. Um, in a period of time where, where, you know, we were struggling, um, I think in the, in the world and in, I'll say in our industry, right in the sorority world with, with high rates of disordered eating, um, to the point that Tri-Delta actually 
um, introduced a program um, to support women who, who were suffering. So what was that like for you to sort of come into Tri-Delta at a time when um, you are actively in recovery and, you know, the, the organization is addressing the very issue, right, that you struggled with? I was really proud to oh, be yeah. involved. You know, I think for me, having felt so alone and that there wasn't a narrative or, or even a discussion, really, there was, it was still such a silent epidemic yes. back in the day, right? It was, <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, and, and it's definitely gotten easier to talk about it, right? It's definitely been something that as mental health becomes more a part of the mainstream conversation. People are much more willing to open up and have discussions about it. Mm -hmm. But I was really, really proud to be a Tri-Delta and to be involved in an organization that was prioritizing this because you're right. It, it is something that so many individuals struggle with. And the more we silence it, the more it can become an issue that goes unaddressed. And, you know, I'll never forget, um, the young women that I had the opportunity to speak with early on in my time at UF and a part of Tri-Delta. And there was a presentation where I shared my story and it was a liberating experience, especially back then. I didn't know, right. All I knew is I wanted to help people. I wasn't sure of the impact that I was making. It was so early on, but um, it did make a difference. And there was a young woman that was in my chapter that ended up going and, and getting additional support and going to treatment and taking some time for herself to heal. And in that moment, I really knew that I had to keep talking. I had to keep sharing. And I was really grateful to be involved with a sorority that supported that. And that was making it a priority because I felt like I could stand in my truth and be who I was um, and be a pillar of light, right. For somebody else that Absolutely. maybe, you know, that was struggling. And so I was really proud. I still am very proud. And, um, I, I look forward to continuing to be of support and a resource. Well, listen, we're proud of you, right. Thanks. For all that you have done to, um, really take this mission, make it your own and share it so broadly with the world. Um, as you think back about your experience in Tri-Delta, um, are there any ways that you feel Tri-Delta shaped your, your life and your success? Oh my gosh. I have so many beautiful relationships as a result. I think what I loved about it is that, well, first of all, I grew up as an only child. I was a competitive athlete. I had a very small social circle, right? I didn't have a lot of time to build a lot of relationships when I was growing up. Tri-Delta was the first time that I really saw in living form a group of women who supported and cheered for one another. And I loved that. And I think for me, I am such an advocate for female empowerment and motivation and inspiring others and like being the, the champion for others, right? Cheering them on as they go. And I saw that on so many different occasions uh, during my time at UF and then even being involved with the alumni, right? They, they always show up for each other. And I and we always do. And I love that. I mean, some of my best friends were my sisters and still are. And I, right. and I, you know, and I think that's really cool to have that connection forever. It's not just about when you're in the house. And I've said this to so many people as I've written tons of recommendation letters and all of this stuff yes, for others going yes. through it. It's so great when you're there because you have a home to go home to, but it's even better after you graduate. And this just expansive network that you become so much more aware of, regardless of where you move to, right? You can always find 
kind of tri delta. And like, I love that part. And, um, and it's so wonderful to hear everybody's stories around how it's impacted their lives, the friendships that they have, um, and continue to have year after year after year. It's just a really, really special experience. And again, one I'm forever grateful for. Well, and, and um, you actually work with a tri delta now. Yes, your chief of staff. Yes, I do. She's fabulous. She went to Northwestern and at my last organization, I had several um, on staff as well. And there's actually many Miss Floridas um, in our Miss Florida sisterhood that are also Tri-Deltas. Yes. Um, so it's really neat to see just the overlap and, you know, how um, we'll be in our each other's lives forever. And, and I just, I really, really appreciate the, the caliber of women that this organization attracts and the commitment to excellence and service and, um, and being there for one another. I, I just, I really, really value it tremendously. Well, we value you and we want to know all the things about you. Where can we follow you? Where, where can we buy your book? Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you. So you can go to shebelievedbook.com or any major retailer is carrying it. Um, also support your local bookstores, the indie stores as well. They're carrying it too. Um, but you can always tune into the She Believes She Could podcast. I have new episodes every week with just incredible guests that I have the honor to share space with. Um, Allison Walsh Consulting has all of the additional information there uh, as well. And I'm very active on Instagram at Allison Walsh. Well, Allison, thank you so much. Your journey is so inspiring. You are amazing. Um, I cannot wait to see what she believes she could does in the world for the world um, and know that we are going to keep following you as you continue to shine your light um, and, and build your movement. So thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much, Karen. It was an honor. So Allison Walsh is going to be our lead keynote speaker on October 17th. She'll be talking more in depth about her new book and walking us through practical steps that we can take and use in our lives right away. And of course, there is still time for you to join us there. Visit tridelta.org backslash our members backslash lead. That's with three D's today. And for just $33 for dues paying members, you can join us and you can get Lead Network all year long. And before you go, please like, subscribe, and rate our podcast. We love five-star ratings at Let's Talk Tri-Delta. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, Delta love. <laughs>